welcome back to the Sam Antics podcast. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He has returned, and I've not left. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> I I am back after being being off. Being off. Uh, I was <laughs> oh I was ill last week. Everybody, but don't worry, I am alive and I'm back. Your viewing pleasure, listening pleasure. That's the one. I don't, if they can see you, then I'm very shocked and a bit well, worried. But got a live audience in front of me here, Sagora. So we do like you more, so. Uh... Anyway, let's not not get bogged down with who likes who more. Um, So, Gobble, we're back with episode number 22. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling episode 22. Yes, (laughs) Tracy. See, I didn't understand that because I I don't know her songs. But how have you, how do you not know Taylor Swift songs? Were you like, have you been living under a rock? I know one. Which one's that? Love story. Baby, can, just say yes. Because I can play. Because <laughs> I can play it on the piano. That's literally the only one I know. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, so apologies about that. A little bit disappointed, seeing as like, I'm pretty sure she's like one of the highest grossing artists of all time. I'm sure she is. But Matt Dyer still doesn't listen to her. She's also really attractive, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Sakura. Yes. It's been a while. How the devil have you been in the, the last two weeks that I've not spoken oh, no. to? I Well, literally, we didn't talk last week, did we? Pretty no, much. not really, because I was ill. <laughs> uh, um, I've, yeah, I feel good. I mean, obviously, I got the last week's podcast done and um, did out of the way. I think, pretty, I think I did it pretty well, personally. Um, feedback's still uh, incoming. But uh, yeah, I, I feel I feel like I did a good job. Um, I didn't have too much anxiety about it. But I think what helped was doing my audio diaries. It's got me more comfortable just talking by myself. If that yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that ma- helped massively. Um, but how have I been? Well, I mentioned obviously last like last episode that I. Downloaded Hinge. Okay. God, here we go. Okay, go on. I've downloaded Bumble as well, Matt Dyer. Oh, for God's sake, Sagora. <laughs> now, Matt Dyer, aka the Chew, aka Francis, the train spotter. Have you been sausage? Sagora, for the okay. first time, yeah. well, probably not the first time, but in yeah. many, many a long time. Yeah. Your friend, Matt Dyer. My good friend, Matt Dyer. Number CEO, one best friend, Madai. CEO and technical director of the Sam Antics podcast. Co- co-founder of the Sam Antics brand. Yeah. I was ghosted. Yes. Oh, join the, join the club, buddy. But <laughs> you know what is impressive about that, though, Madai? Because before you got ghosted, that means you were talking to a woman. I mean, Madai got a match. You make it sound like a really unheard of thing, and it is. It is, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but you've matched with someone. You've got some experience talking to someone. This is a good thing, because now you can move forward like, when you get the next match. I had the perfect opening line. Oh, yeah? Well, what was the opening line? I'll tell you what it was, Segura. It was... Go on. <laughs> a... <laughs> <laughs> 
sure my laptop's just gone off. Hang on. Um, it was. Hey. <laughs> you did, aggressive gonna, start. You're just gonna. You're just gonna end up lip reading this, aren't you? No, 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 no. Go on, proceed. Which of these do you dislike <laughs> the most? <laughs> Is it A, spiders? Is it B, snakes? Or is it C, saying you too to the waiter slash waitress when she says, or they say, enjoy your meal? I taught you well. I taught you well. It's such a good opener, isn't it? I mean, it definitely gets, uh, gets a reply going anyway. They can't not respond to that. And did you have a good conversation up to the point where she stopped replying? Yeah. Good chat right. back and forth. That's good. Yeah. That's good. She she went for a meal, and she was going to let me know if she said you two to the waiter slash waitress. But she obviously got lost because she never replied. <laughs> she obviously went to the meal. She's still there. She's still there. Piling on the plates, obviously. <laughs> um, so well, I you can eat buffet, Matt Dyer, and she had not finished eating. <laughs> So, but other than that, um, not too bad. I've kind of taken a more aggressive stance at work, and I'm not nice. letting people walk over me anymore. Good lad. Uh, big up the Polar Crew. Polar Pals. Polar Pals. Um, what else have I done? My friend, my my best friend, friend number one, Sagoba, has, has moved from Farnborough to Hemel. Oh, that's, that's good. I get to see more of him. That means we can go for a more more often for a Bengal spice, Whoa. the local curry establishment in. I mean, can we just can we just address this straight away, straight off the bat? Yeah. Whenever you go to the Bengal spice, I say to you, Matt Dyer, please take a photo of your curry. Okay. And what happens, Matt Dyer? You take a photo of the poppadom, forget to take a photo of your actual curry. Yeah, and there is a reason for that, Sakura. You eat it's- it. It's because it's just so darn delicious that I just forget about my friends for a minute and I'm in a delicious food coma. The food there is so good. You've never sampled the Bengal spice, I've never, ever been, but every time you you say you're going, I'm like, oh, come on, I really, really want to try it. Honestly, I've been to a few Indian establishments and... They are the Bengal Spice is without doubt the greatest restaurant I've ever been to. The food is fantastic. The portion sizes are good. You know, you're not you're not leaving there hungry, but you're not leaving there like comatized. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find this picture of the last the last actual picture I took of. When I actually took a picture of my food, do you know you can't find one, Matter? Well, it, I have sent one to you. You have, and it started me every time you go in, being like, "Make sure you take a photo of your food. Make sure you take a photo of your food." But I'm pretty sure that was like it was when you first started going there. I think that was a years ago. No, maybe back. Maybe it's like post lockdown. I mean, no. Uh, for the, for those that don't know, I used to live in Hemel. Um, and that actually was the, the the restaurant we used to go to as a family. I mean, we didn't go very often because I didn't used to like um, Indian food when I was younger. 
But now you've... I've, so <laughs> I've found the picture. We're going to do a live... I'm going to send it to you live on air, and you're going to see the picture. Just look how happy I am at the state of this food. Okay? If you okay. could look at it and then describe what you're seeing to the audience, please. Okay. I have uh, Matt looking scarily like Francis, if I'm being honest, uh, like GoPro mounted sort of thing. Um, but there is one, two, three... There's three different... Oh, it's naughty. But three different types of curry. Um, there is Matt looking... I can't even describe how happy he looks. Like, imagine Francis when he sees a train. That That's how it looks. There is... <laughs> was that Kimanan? Quoi? Some onion bhaji's we'll there. I'll, I'll walk you through it. Pilo rice. We've, we've got a, a plain rice. Um, we've got a chicken tikka masala. A Bombay aloo. Bombay aloo. Wow. And a kima naan bread. Washed down with a nice um, Coke Coca-Cola. Not an amaretto? No, the amaretto is afterwards. So, Robert, when you finish the meal, they come around and say, would you like a liqueur? And I'll say, yes, please. But I will have a amaretto, please. So anyway, so, Robert, that is the, um, that is how my couple of weeks have been since I last saw you. Spoke to me. And now we're going to pass over to the angriest man I know, Matt Dyer. Take it away, please. I am back after my little hiatus. Um, apologies once again for being ill. Well, I don't know why you I'm apologizing. You can't apologize oh, for yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say... I, yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've actually got two relatively quick Angry Man reviews. This oh, week. I'm sorry, Matt Dyer. I've got one. That fucking bike. <laughs> I've actually, uh, so Cora, I've actually got two very quick Angry Man reviews today, really. Okay. Um, the first one is I walk past a house. Earlier on, <laughs> what are you, what are you <laughs> Let me tell you what's really pissed me off this week. I walked past a house. Oh, you got to let me finish the sentence. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I walked past a house on my way home for work today. And you know, you do. You, you, walk maybe past you might. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Sometimes you might see the window open. And you, you might just oh, innocently, yeah. innocently gaze into their window, but, you know. I know, you know what, I've, I thought about this, because I, obviously, when I go to the station from my flat, I walk past a row of, like, houses which, um, they, like, lead directly onto the street. And I'm just innocently listening to my music, uh, just in my own, completely in my own world, gazing around, and then all of a sudden I'll turn my head, like, left, and I'll see straight into someone's front room, and they're looking directly at me. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened with me. Um, but, I wasn't my eyes didn't meet with the owner of the property. What my Ooh. eyes did meet with, Sagora, is oh, the God. fact that as of now, it's the 31st of January. Yeah. And this person... Did you, did you, did you see them, you know, um, uh, not wearing many clothes? No. Why would I no. mention the date if... Oh, if... I don't have no idea. Because uh, it's cold? I don't, I... <laughs> Sagora, I need to take you to a psychiatrist, I think. You you tend to have 
nudity need one. on the on the, the the brain quite a lot. Anyway, uh, yeah, my yeah. eyes met Sokovar. Mm. They still had their Christmas tree up. Oh fuck off! With lights on. <sighs> With now, lights on as well. <laughs> wait, I must. I must just stipulate. <laughs> What's so funny about that? It's just a detail. Like they had the Christmas tree up. Oh, if you with the bloody lights on. Yeah, well, you know, if you if you hear me out here, the baubles were not on the tree, nor did it look like there was any tinsel. But the tree itself was still standing with Christmas tree lights on. And you know, I thought, I thought to myself, what the fucking hell is going on here? Because I mean, isn't... even if they had had COVID over Christmas, we are now four weeks, five weeks after Christmas. So they could have had their Christmas by now and, you know, packed the tree away. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you've still got your Christmas tree up in the 31st of January, 2022, get in the bin. Isn't there like a, 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 um, a rule that's like 12 days after Christmas or something? It's... To like take your thing down or you get bad luck all year. They must have the worst luck. Well, I mean, they live in Leighton Buzzard, so, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. all they need to know. Uh, I have one more uh, Angry Man review, so go up. Okay. Um, it's actually more up your street. Up my um, street? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I want to talk to you very quickly about the sex bots on Instagram comments. <laughs> up my street. <laughs> Why? Because I'm starting to think that actually you're you're behind them, so Gorro, if I'm honest. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. Every single post I see on Instagram, whether mm. it's football, Formula One, that's pretty much all I follow on Instagram. So football or Formula One. Yeah. There are so many sex sexualized comments. Yeah. From bots. It's unbelievable. Well, the thing that frustrates me with this is, so I'm obviously, um, I, I, I obviously do quite a bit of like brand, Sex amb- brand ambassador ring. Oh, okay. And I get a load of fake, well, not fake, but like a load of messages on mine, which are like, um, check your DMs, check your DMs, check your DMs. And at one point I had 50 uh, requested messages from various accounts um, wanting me to like probably buy stuff from them, promote it on my on my um personal platform. Yeah. That drives me mad. But also on um Instagram stories, every time I put a story up, there is about four or five of these like sex box um like accounts. And yeah. I looked into this and I saw that they there was something online that was basically saying that um people create dummy profiles uh, through a certain um, what's it called they basically use a website, they go in and they view people's profiles on that and it appears as one of these like sex box channels it's just absolutely it's absolutely crazy so Cobra, I've got two examples here of the most commonly used uh, sex bot phrases would you like me to tell Lord. you what they are uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we can do this, actually. <laughs> okay, so come on. The first one is, 
and I'm going to say it in my normal professional voice. I'm not going to, you know, so right, it's going to sound okay. really dodgy me saying it. Just sort okay. Of okay. Okay. I'll be really going to ignore the fact that I have big tits. <laughs> Let me guess, there's emojis after that. No, there actually isn't. Stop. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, that is absolutely disgusting. Could you imagine? Oh, sorry. Matt Dyer doing the voiceover for some kind of adult program? No. Oh my god, no. Because it would end up sounding like Boris Johnson. It would be, oh, no, no, she, she can't go inside there. Oh, no, oh. Nelson, take over. We are, <laughs> let, let me stop you there. Okay. As of the time of recording this, okay. All right. We're, Angry Man Reviews is over. There we go. End of, do the jingle, Matt Dyer. Da, 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 da. There you go. Anyway. Where are you going with this? Are you talking Boris about all Johnson. of his children? All of his children? No, we're going to talk about Boris Johnson. Okay. okay. Now, okay. Just before we go any further, we are not a political podcast. Okay? Are right. We? I mean, we've literally just been talking about sex bots, so I'm not 100% <laughs> sure people are thinking we are. <laughs> if we were, we are the best uh, political I mean, podcast they've ever listened to. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. At all of these like parties and things that Boris has been doing, he might have he might have got some sex. Right. Well, this is what we. Well, this is what we're going to talk about, okay? Because the elephant in number ten. The <laughs> elephant. <laughs> <laughs> so, as of today, now we might, we're going to have to timestamp this, unfortunately. Uh, you just, so, you've already said we already timestamped it. When did we timestamp it? You said today, when you were talking about the Christmas tree thing. Oh, this is the 31st of January. Okay, oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, okay, okay, sorry. Um, so yeah, we're recording a bit earlier this week because Sam, I'm very selfishly, is going to a wedding. It's not his wedding. Um, I wish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, but he's going to a wedding at the latter half of this week, so he's yeah. unavailable to record. So we thought, as Matt Dyer is feeling better, we'd do it early this week. Get out of the way. Um, now today, Sigurd, you'll be aware that mm -hmm. um, the basically there was a how do I put this investigation? There was an internal investigation by a lady called Sue Gray. Um, go on, Sue. Go on, Sue. Um, <laughs> into the potential of a load of Downing Street parties that took place. Um, now, yeah. The full report has not been published yet. Um, unfortunately, the Metropolitan Police, I believe, have had a lot of say. Basically, they don't want to be like mentioned a lot in this report, which I think is a bit mm -hmm. odd. Yeah. Um, but the 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 in the basically the the draft of the report was published today, and yeah. it found Sakoba mm -hmm. that while we were sitting at home incomprehensibly depressed because we couldn't go anywhere or see anyone. I had that man bun. Yep. You did have that man bun. That was not a good look, may I say. I mean, it depends who you ask, because a couple of women that I've dated have asked me to get it back. But anyway, carry on. Okay, well, I'm not a woman, and I don't date you, but do not ever oh, bring Oh, get fucked. I beg your pardon. Excuse me, I am your fellow 
CEO. How <laughs> fucking dare you? <laughs> Two things. I thought you were about to say, I am your father. <laughs> I, so, I am your father. <laughs> but secondly, um, a very loud motorbike went past and it got me angry. I, I know, we can hear it. We just got to deal with it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I can't. Um... I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mario. <laughs> it's me. Um, anyway, talk about Italian plumbers. Boris Johnson. Um, so yeah, while we were all at home being depressed, you know what, what I just said. Yeah. Downing Street, number 10, the pinnacle of British politics. Yeah. Had not one, not two, not even three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12 parties. 12. 12. While we're in now, lockdown. While we're in lockdown. This, these, these happened in 2020. So we're talking height of pandemic, pre-vaccines, the lot. So they've got a Friday night, let's get fucked up, like group chain going Cheese on. Cheese and wine, so Cheese and wine were had. Now, I want to read you something, Sir if, if you will let me. Um, no, proceed, please. Now, I make no what's it, so I'm not about to sit here and reveal my political, like, if I'm left or right politically. Um, that's not what we're about to do. I am not the biggest Keir Starmer fan, but his yeah. response, Sir if you like, feel like you need to button, please proceed. Yeah. Um, like obviously, we've mentioned previously on the podcast that <clears throat> we mentioned previously on the podcast that we um, we like Boris Johnson as like the character. We tease him. We like we we those accents. We tease him. I beg your pardon. Wait, no, no, whose mind's in the gutter, Boris? <laughs> I've got some cheese. <laughs> it's been a long day, so I'm so sorry. Uh, it has, yeah, um, but. I, oh, I think I mentioned, yeah, I think I mentioned um, on Samuel's episode that we both aren't the biggest fan of any politician that we currently have in the, you could call it the, the race to be the next PM. Um, or the current PM. Or the current PM. Mm. Proceed, my dear. Okay. So, so I, what I want to do is Keir Starmer in... Uh, Boris Johnson made a statement earlier basically saying he wasn't going to resign despite the fact he lied to everybody. Um, and then hired an independent investigator to uncover the whole truth when, Boris, that's your fucking house, mate. Yes. You don't shit in your own house, though, Sigurd. Well, you do shit in your own house, but... I <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I said that. Anyway, Sigurd, what I'd like to do is I'd like to read uh, Keir Starmer's response that he earlier on said to the house okay um i'm not going to read it as keir starmer because i'm not keir starmer i'm matt dyer so i'll read it as matt dyer um, that makes sense yeah <clears throat> may i also say just mm. to highlight this um i spent an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes writing this out word for word from sky news earlier others other news people Outlets, are available yeah um because I went on earlier to the Parliament website and you can download the transcripts from debates that happen. 
but this one wasn't available. I thought, oh, I do need it for the podcast. So I wrote it out word for word, hour and 15 minutes, refreshed my page when I finished. It was bloody there, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so have you, have you, have you, did you? <laughs> All right, Boris, I, didn't, I thought you were doing this mad diet. Have you heard this Keir Starmer speech yet, Sigur? I've not heard anything. I've been um, not listening or watching the news. Did a random, really random thought. News stands for Noteworthy Events, Weather and Sport. Did you know this? I did know this, yes. Oh, okay, carry on. <laughs> okay, uh, it's, it's, it's three pages, Sigur, so I apologise in advance. But are you, we'll, are you we'll, delivering all three pages? I'm or are we going for highlighted bits? No, I'm doing the whole speech. Because okay, I've, I've written it out, so I'm going to fucking read it out, okay? Okay, Kier, proceed. At the end, I'll go, there we go, Sir Gorbach. What do you think of that? And you'll give me your honest review. Okay, okay. okay. Remember, I'm not Keir Starmer, so if I say words like I... It's not Matt Dyer, it's Keir Starmer. Well, I don't think everyone thought that thinks that you were in the house earlier doing this whole... Uh, well, I could have been Segura, you never know. I could be political leader one day. Anyway, let's get on with it, shall we? Yes. I'd like to thank Sue Gray for the diligence and professionalism in which she has carried out her work. It's no fault of hers that she has only been able to produce an update today, not a full report. The Prime Minister repeatedly assured the House that the guidance was followed and the rules were followed. But we now know that 12 cases have reached the threshold of criminal investigation, which I remind the House means that there is evidence of serial... Serial? <laughs> serial? What? Why did I say serial for? Weetos on your mind, Madai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Cocoa Pops at the moment, actually. Oh, fair enough. Which I remind the House means that there is evidence of serious and blatant breaches of lockdown, including the party of the 20th of May 2020, which we know the Prime Minister attended, and the party on the 13th of November 2020 in the Prime Minister's flat. There can be no doubt that the Prime Minister himself is now subject to a criminal investigation. Prime Minister must keep his promise to publish Sue Gray's report in full when it is available. But it is already clear that the report disclosed is the most damning conclusion possible. Over the past two years, the British public have been asked to make the most heart-wrenching sacrifices, a collective trauma endured by all and enjoyed by no one. Funerals have been missed, dying relatives unvisited. Every family has been marked by what we've been through. And yet revelations about the Prime Minister's behaviour have forced us all to relive and rethink those darkest moments. Many have been overcome by rage, by grief and even guilt. Guilt that because they stuck to the law, they did not see their parents one last time. Guilt because they didn't bend the rules. Their children went months without seeing friends. Guilt because they did what they were asked. They didn't go and visit lonely relatives. But people shouldn't feel guilty. They should feel pride in themselves and their country because by abiding 
by those rules, they have saved the lives of people they will probably never meet. They have shown the deep public spirit and the love and respect for others, which has always characterized this nation at its best. Our national story on COVID is one of the people stood up when they were tested, but that will forever be tainted by this conservative prime minister. By routinely breaking the rules he set, the prime minister, the prime minister took us all for fools. He held people sacrificing content. He showed himself unfit for office. His desperate denial since he was exposed has only made matters worse. Rather than come clean, every step of the way he's insulted the public's intelligence. And now he's finally fallen back on his usual excuse. It's everybody's fault but his. They go, he stays. Even now he's hiding behind a police investigation into criminality in his home and his office. He gleefully treats what he should be a mark of shame as a welcome shield. But Prime Minister, the British public aren't balls. They never believed a word of it. They think the Prime Minister should do the decent thing and resign. But of course, he won't. Because he is a man without shame. And just, he has done, just as he has done throughout his life, he has damaged everyone and everything along the way. His colleagues have spent weeks defending indefensible, touring the TV studios, parroting his absurd denials, degrading themselves and his opposites, fraying the bond of trust between the government and the public, eroding our democracy and the rule of law. Margaret Thatcher once said that the first duty of government is to uphold the law. If it tries to bob and weave and duck around that duty when it's convenient, inconvenient, then so will the governed. To govern this country is an honour, not a birthright. It is an act of service to the British people, not the keys to the court to parade to your friends. It requires honesty, integrity and moral authority. I can't tell you how many people have said to me that this Prime Minister's lack of integrity is somehow priced in, that his behaviour and character doesn't matter. I have never accepted that, and I never will accept that. Whatever your politics, whatever party you vote for, honesty and decency matters. Our great democracy depends on it. And cherishing and nurturing British democracy is what it means to be patriotic. There are members of the opposite that know that, and they know that the Prime Minister isn't capable of it. The question they now yeah. the question they must now ask themselves is what are they going to do about it? They can heap their reputations, the reputation of their party, the reputation of their country on the bonfire that is his leadership or they can spare the country from a Prime Minister totally unworthy of responsibility. It is their duty to do so. They know more than anyone how unsuitable he is for health. Many of them knew in their hearts 
that this would inevitably come to this. It would inevitably come to this day. And they know as night becomes day, continuing in his leadership, will further misconduct, cover up, and deceit. It is only they that they can end this farce. The eyes of the country are upon them now. They will be judged by the decisions they take. What's that about? I would like a chance to respond. <laughs> Prime Minister! <laughs> Honestly, I think it's, um, it's a powerful speech. It's a powerful speech. However, Did I read it well? You, you read it very, very well. Oh, yeah. um, I wonder how long he has had to prepare that, and I think you're probably looking at the months. Um, I mean, he's probably the, had it in his locker all with cybersecurity, if we're honest. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think Boris... <sighs> it's difficult. Boris will feel like he has done wrong and he will feel guilt. I mean, he's a human being after all. However, what he said is true. It is true. He is shameless. Yeah. He does need to do the honourable thing and, and step down because he is governing without honour. So, and, Robert, as, as the Arsenal fans, sorry to interrupt that, as the Arsenal fans said when Arsene Wenger was near the end of his tenure, he's got to go. He's got to go. I've actually think they said he's got to go, blood. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, as much as we laugh and joke about uh, our beloved Prime Minister... Um, beloved might be stretchy, yeah. That might mm, be, yeah. Yes. Um, from Basically. What, yeah. I, I, mm, it's really difficult, but he, I just, no, I just don't think I want him as a Prime Minister. Well, I mean, not a lot of people <sighs> have ever wanted him as Prime Minister, but... I, I do think now is the time for him to step down. I think if if you if you look at if you, okay if you're taking this view of him that he has to step down, obviously look at what he has achieved and what he has done, and you do have to give him credit for certain areas. Um, however, a big thing that you can't give him credit for is first of all not just admitting that this happened. Like the these events happened. And he did feel like he needed to, he couldn't just say to the world, yes, while I was asking you all to be in lockdown, I did host a few parties. Because yeah. he got rumbled. He should have said, well, people had more respect for him to say, look, I'm coming clean. 100%, I did host 12 parties. 12, mate. He went for a baker's dozen, didn't he? Jesus. <laughs> but if you think, okay, that could be 12 parties one a week. That's 12 weeks. And in those 12 weeks, he was every single day going out in front of the public. Hello, everyone. This is your favourite member of the Sam Antics podcast, me, Matt Dyer. Um, unfortunately, we've had some further technical issues uh, on this week's podcast. And as you can hear at the end there, it faded out and just didn't record the end of uh, Sam and I's discussion on Boris Johnson there. So, unfortunately, I can't bring you that. But um, luckily, it did manage to record Sam's stories for this week. So, we shall skip ahead from 
my section to Sam Stories. It's now time to take a stroll over the Bridge of Banter as we visit our friend Sam Cropper in our segment, Storytime with Sam. I've got a story to tell you, and uh, Matt Ryan, it is juicy. Oh, my Lord. So this is uh, fresh from my life. Very good. Um, yeah, prob- uh, this is going to go down in my autobiography as the chapter entitled Most Embarrassing Thing I've Ever Done While in a Shop. Um, so just, just to highlight, this is not an Am I the Arsehole or no. any of your normal story time with Sam's. This is actually a story Real... to do with you. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. Golden Bennett, or Gordon oh, no. Brown, as it may be. Uh, carry on, Sean. <laughs> okay, so I've had a really long day <laughs> to yeah. start it off. Okay, so I thought just oh, to try and justify yourself. No, no, I just need to explain because you know we've documented this a, a Monday, and yeah. Anyway, and I, I, I said to myself, um, right, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to do something that will. Uh, yeah, I'll do something that'll make me happy and chill out. So I will get some beer and I'll make myself a really nice meal and completely just enjoy the, the actual cooking of it with the beer and then obviously enjoy eating with the beer as well. So as Matt mentioned, I've also got a wedding this weekend. Um, so I had to buy a couple of like things for that. Um, so I'll go into home bargains which is like near which is the nearest shop to me uh, it's like a b&m what's that called oh, B&M. b&m bargains yeah it's like one of them or like a range or like the range it's like love a good b&m yeah so anyway i go in there and i pick up like the usual stuff so like shower gel and then i walked around i was like right i need to grab some razors and some shaving gel because Obviously, I'm going to be having a lot of photos of like taking of myself this weekend, so I want to get rid of all those like like I want to taper my beard and stop getting like those you know those stubbly bits like outside of the hairline. Yeah, yeah. So like, I want to not have any of them for the photos. These photos are going to be like passed down for generations to come. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm in there. I'm putting all these in the basket, and I'm going around. And I see oh, ashes. I saw some candles. And I was like, ah. Oh. I'm I like we all like a scented candle, so I was like, yeah. Go on. It feels like it's a law when you go into a shop like that that you have to pick up a scented candle. Or is it just me? I don't know. I mean I've never never done that. Okay, so Sorry. anyway, I picked up I a scented candle. <laughs> picked up a scented candle that is lime, basil and mandarin. Oh, that's horrific. What's that horrific? Lime, mandarin lime, basil. Basil and man yeah. Like a mandarin. Anyway, so I got that, and then I was like continuing, going around, having a look at stuff because that's what you do when it's um, the shop like that. And then I got the beer that I wanted, and I went to, um, I went and obviously like went to pay for it. All. And as I see it lined up on that uh, on that little conveyor belt till, I realised this is the dodgiest looking array of items i could possibly imagine poor fiona behind that till is looking <laughs> at this stuff right she is seeing 
oh, I'm going to get drunk, going to set the mood, and then just go to town with a, with a shaver, with a razor. <coughs> Honestly. And the worst part is, the next time that she sees me in there, she's still going to see facial hair, so she's going to think I've gone to town somewhere else, if you know what I mean. <coughs> so... <laughs> I think everyone knows what you mean. <sighs> so, I can't go in there again, and it is literally too minutes from my house so i'm just i don't know what to do i'm just gonna have a little breakdown about it and just move on with my life but sorry i mean it could have been worse i'm not really too, well i could have well don't, yeah okay it could I'm be thinking a lot worse. vaseline could have been on there and a bunch of bananas <laughs> a bunch of, <laughs> we're a bunch of bananas <laughs> yeah oh, honestly well. I, I, yeah, it's the most random array of crap I've bought. Like, I think if I was in, like, a Tesco's or, you know, like, a big supermarket and I was doing, like, a weekly shop, that's one thing. I, I was just holding a basket full of this random crap that I thought, hmm, I need that. So, in the basket it went. So, the moral of the story here, Sekora. Don't buy, buy all that stuff. Just, I think the beer made it weird. I really think the beer was the thing that made it weird. Because if you see someone like with candles and like like shaving cream and like razors and stuff, like you don't you wouldn't think. Well, it's twice, coming up but... to Valentine's Day. They might have thought you bought the candle for a you know for a lady friend. True. And yeah. at the same time, you're going to shave her legs <laughs> while drinking beer. They're male. They're like male razors. I didn't buy like female razors. They're like this is definitely oh. for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's not laughter. That's tears. I just <laughs> so yeah, that is the most awkward thing that has happened to me in a shop. I'm pretty sure. And that is all we've got time for this week. Oh no, I've only just got back. I know, I know, I know. But hey, if you can't wait for next week's podcast, there are plenty of other ways you can get your semantics fix. Matt Dyer, how can they get their fix? Well, so they can visit our Instagram page, which is at Samama Antics. They can also visit our. Uh, it's been a while since you've done this. Yeah, it's uh, TikTok, which is at Samama Antics. You can also visit our Facebook page, which is. Um, the Samama Antics podcast. Is that what it is? Yeah. I have to quickly check. Oh, yeah, it is. There we yeah. Go. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Sound Antics podcast. Um, or you can send us an email at mm. Podcast at gmail.com. And all that's left to say is we'll chat to you next week. We will chat to you next week.